I don't listen to what people say Cause you talk a lot don't really mean you know the way Out here on my grind cause I'm trying to elevate Get up in the morning, hit the ground and meditate Ready for my day, got a plan, I don't need to wait Mind clear, energy, and I'm feeling great It's a good life, it could be another way To me it's everything, never just another day Nah Welcome to the No Titles Necessary Podcast. It's your boy Demer, dark and lovely. It's your girl, Hot Tot. What, nigga? <laughs> Toddy what? Actress, model, lover, fighter, and queen. And waist be wearing. Well, we talk from the streets <laughs> to the politics. And from the bed to the boardroom, baby. What's going on, Toddy? We here. We here. In we the in the motherfucking house. And guess what? What? This is our 10th episode. I can't believe it. 10 episodes. I mean, I really can't believe it. Like, like you really don't know what you're about to say right now. No, I <laughs> wanted to quote a song, but it, it's like, I don't believe you brought me this far and won't leave me. I just. No. <laughs> no, that shit ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> it won't work. Stop, man. <laughs> I What's thought it would. On? That's why I paused. I know you thought I was like, it would, do work. It, would we, it work. And because we love and then, you and, and we tell you, you the truth. And it everybody didn't work. was looking at me like I'm like, I just got to do the shit. Just do the shit. And I did the shit and it ain't work. But it's okay. So what's going on? How you feeling today on this 10th episode? I, I'm actually feeling really good. Feeling kind of vulnerable or whatever. You, don't you know, feel you gotta vicious feel- today? feel that vicious. You don't want to bite a bitch ear off today? Nah, I'm feeling a little fluttery. Oh, you, you know like what I'm saying? You want your weave pulled back a little bit? Yeah, just not the edges. Just not the edges. Just she need the edges. The middle ground. Yeah. She need the edges. All right. So we we back yeah. in the building, ladies and gentlemen, for the 10th episode. <clears throat> and this episode is titled... Complexion. Complexion. Ooh. Complexion don't mean a thing. Complexion. Hey. Hey. Complexion. Ooh. I love my dark skin. What was that? You love your life skin. It's like he was about to do a little tiger at the end of it. Like, what's the lady off of Boomerang? <laughs> oh, my. Eartha Kitt. That was what's that, that, was that Eartha Kitt? That's Eartha Kitt? Sean Zay. Sean Zay. Oh, Grace Jones. You okay. want this. Okay. <laughs> you don't want this. Pussy. All right. I wouldn't want that shit either. That pussy look aggressive than oh, the motherfucker. Vicious. Vicious. <laughs> All right, y'all, we about to episode <laughs> Complexion. Y'all already know we're going to get into it this episode, and it's going to get popping, trust me, because we're in a room full of dark-skinned people, mm-hmm. and I'm sure this 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 is one of those conversations, those elephants in the room. So we're going to mm-hmm. get into it, but before we get into that, we're going to get into our first segment called... Talk your shit. Talk your shit, dog. Talk your shit, dog. Tell them what talk your shit about, Toddy. Well, talk your shit is when we actually decide to talk our shit in a good way. Wait, because what's up people- with this old uh, computerized uh, Siri voice? Listen, I'm the black Siri. Go ahead, okay? you're right. But you just, said city girl version. Well, this is the different version. And you know how Siri got options. I don't know. I don't this, use Siri. I don't trust the host. This is another op- Well, this ain't Siri. This is Serena. All right, go ahead. The fat ass. True. So this is a portion of the show where we talk our shit about a company or someone in the community doing something wonderful. Being black. <laughs> so today we're gonna talk our shit to the most high. D, wait, are you wait, ready? Tama, how you, that, that, that whole sentence. <laughs> you just, 
no, you just mix two things and that's it. That shouldn't have been together. <laughs> but we gonna go ahead and get into talk your shit, ladies and gentlemen. Are you ready to talk your shit, or have you done enough oh, talking for right I'm now? I'm ready. You just talk first. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and talk my shit first. Ain't it, today. It, it ain't meeting. These perpendicular lines coming together. We need parallel lines. All right. All right. So I'm gonna go ahead and talk my shit, ladies and gentlemen. On this episode, I want to talk about mentoring. And when I think of mentoring, I think of like, black boys don't need more discipline. They need mentors. And here's the main reason why. <clears throat> black boys' pain is often criminalized and punished instead of treated. Dealing with emotional sp- support more than um, academics. So today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk my shit about William D.C. Clark, um, a retired <coughs> firefighter and paramedic, known voice in the South Florida community, a community advocate and, and inner city activist for responsible education, which is called I Care, Inner City Alumni for Responsible Education, which is a group of concerned alumni who have come together to develop me- methods, tactics, and strategies to fight against the iniqui- uh, iniquities. Iniquities? No, but they don't say any iniquities. I wrote something else. Um, the inequalities and even the playing field where our schools are concerned. Clark is the founder of DCS Mentoring Program and a former president of Miami Central Alumni Association. DCS Mentoring Boys is a mentoring program that mentors boys from ages 7 to 17 years old, and they do so in two 15-week sessions during the calendar year. In Clark's words, he says, and I quote, I'm as busy as ever doing everything in my power to elevate my community by any means necessary. If you want to get in touch with DCS Mentoring or either William D.C. Clark himself, you can follow them on Facebook and Instagram at DCS Mentoring Group. You can email them at DCClark, C-L-A-R-K-8-8 at gmail.com. You can also reach them at 305-342-5864. Again, 305-342-5864. 5864. And let's talk yo shit. All right. All right. That was good. Okay. I think you tried to mess me up. No, I didn't. I wasn't studying you. Studying or stutting? Well, I tried to say it so people can understand what stutting really means. <laughs> Man, talk your shit. <laughs> Who you talking your shit about today? Well, Tommy? today I'm talking my shit about Nobody Better Fitness. It's a fitness boot camp, ladies, mm. where women are empowered and women's and em- empowerment is the key so ladies this lady is the bomb.com she understands the female body as well as i'm sure the male body as well but she deals in a lot of empowerment for the ladies Mm. so um i think we often struggle sometimes with our body weight it fluctuates a lot more sometimes men can do the same regimen and lose seven pounds in a week and we have to take like three weeks to lose seven pounds so she is really good in the boot camp that she does her motto is, I am not better than anyone, but I am there, but there is no one better than me. And that is amazing. So homegirl, um, she serves the Tri-County area. She offers motivational fitness boot camps and classes, and she also offers personal sessions. So you could call her at 1-470-513-8476 to book your session or to join into the boot camp. Some people like to be encouraged with other groups. And um, you could also email her at preciouscarabello at yoohoo.com. So get your pen out. <clears throat> That's precious, like precious the movie. Carabello, C-A-R-A-B-A-L-L-O at yahoo.com. So make sure you get that booty lifted and that body right at Nobody Better Fitness. Uh, y'all heard it. <laughs> 
Y'all go out there and support. If you got a young man out there, you want to put him in mentoring, you got a spot to put him now. If you want to go get that body right, ladies, mm. you got a spot. All right, so let's talk your shit for episode 10. You ready talk to get into shit. this? I'm ready to get into it. You ready? I'm ready. You, you know sure? I'm ready. You, you need your little pointer? You good? Not, oh, well, you know what? Let me get my pointer because I might have to point at your ass. What? <laughs> Just because when I agree, I'm going to be like, now, that's dope. Don't point at my ass. Well, Period. it won't be at your Period. ass. Period. Period. It'll be All right, man, we ready, get, we ready to get into this main topic, ladies. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> we ready to get into this main topic. Y'all already know we're yes. talking about complexion. Yeah, Serious boy. topic. So even if you hear us laughing, trust me, it's something that's near and dear to all of us oh, in yeah. the room right now. We have Erica and even have KT in the building. And we all chocolate color folks. Yes, sir. So uh, this is one of those topics that, that's going to hit home a little bit. So we're going to go ahead and get right into it. You ready, Tati? I'm ready. All right, then let's get into this thing. What do you think about this old colorism complexion thing that we got going on in society oh my god i have so many questions questions or well, I, well of course i have comments but yeah. you always have questions behind most of what's happening like you question why it is the way it is or mm -hmm. you question it why it can't be different you know so you have a lot of whys with the uh, uh with what's going on you know right um that's why i say i have so many questions um you know, because what's the first one that popped up to your head then? Well, the, the most the, the question that pops up to my head first, do you even think colorism or complexion was something that was rooted in our parents and our parents mm -hmm. not only experienced it and it was told, taught to them that a color meant acceptance or mm -hmm. a certain color or shade meant acceptance mm -hmm. or it was a favorite of the mo of the masses. Right. So is it something that has to be programmed in our children right away? to kind of pull us away from what society thinks and not to even separate children in the home based on their color. But programmed in our children, I think, whew, you're talking about our parents. I think you said it uh, a couple of episodes ago how you was talking about how your father was in slavery, how, like, we're not yeah. that much removed from slavery. Yeah. So when we think about that in our parents and our great-grandparents uh, and our great-grandparents <laughs> and all that, like, generations back, we have to realize that although there's been – fighting within a community forever like you're going to fight amongst your own that's yeah. going to happen whether you're in tribes, tribes whether you're yeah. in communities and you claim mm -hmm. your hood whatever it is like you're going there there is going to be fights against each other yeah. but when we talk about this colorism thing it was deeply rooted during slavery so if you think mm -hmm. about that because the great it's not a great thing but if you're a strategic psychologist and in, in, in the things that they implemented on black people you see it right so mm -hmm. if I could pin you against each other you're never worrying about me in the back end who's orchestrating exactly. everything I'm like the puppet master the uh, ventriloquist that's, exactly. that's orchestrating all the madness that's going on and I kind of I'm able to sit back and say damn y'all over there fighting why mm -hmm. y'all fighting like that and you're the one that started it so mm -hmm. when I say that during slavery we know that there's the light dark skin and there's the dark dark skin Usually the light dark skins are who? The house niggas. The house niggas, right. The dark skin are the field niggas, right? Mm -hmm. So you had that divide going on right there because now you have the dark skin who feel like the light skin should be out there working with them in the field and the cotton field and all day sleeping in, in, in the barn houses and things like that. And you have the, the, the light dark skins who looking down on them because they get to go in master's house. They get to have dinner with master every now and then and have these cordial conversations. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and they don't have to sweat and pick cotton like everybody They're humanized else. in a way. Almost. So throughout the decades, what happened is you have the mulattoes, mm -hmm. right? And they're more accepted by the whites than the dark skin. And I know this by experience, by being married to a light, high, high yellow um, woman. woman. She's mm -hmm. Haitian. Yes, you wouldn't know that. By looking at her, you would think she's probably mixed with, 
European or something like that. But what I've, what I've witnessed from that experience is that we'll be out at outings, her job outings or in these in these conventions and these uh, uh, conferences and things like that. And these white people will go straight to her and hold full conversations and act like I'm not even there. Don't even acknowledge me. It takes her to be able to say, hey, this is my husband, such and such and such. This is what I always talk about. And it's like, oh, we hear all about you. And then they brush me right off. So I've witnessed it, experienced it. And, and I think it is rooted from from then. Yeah. And, and I think for us, we just want that to change so much. And you Do would, we? well, it depends on what part you're talking about, because right. I, we want we want to feel united and mm-hmm. we all want to feel like we want color. Even if, even though we're not, we're all the same. Right. You get what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. So we want to believe that we can all be in oneness right. at some point. Should be. That's what I mean. Right. But but when it's a clear, um, a clear form of separation because of color, that's where the problem is. Because now you're 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 making one better than the other, or right. you're comparing now. Right. And that's why I mentioned it in in households. Now I'm about to. I'm about to go personal right now. This personally happened in my home. And, you know, God rest the, the dead, my mom and my father, um, rest their soul. But it happened in my house, in my home. I was the darkest of my of my mother's children, uh, me and my siblings. brother who passed away, God rest his soul. Um, you know, I was the youngest and I was also the darkest. So the, my sister was before me four years. So she was the one before me and then I was the last. And she was favored over me. I felt it. It was it. She was lighter. And when when she was taken care of, she was taken care of differently. Mm-hmm. They would do her hair a different way. Wouldn't do mine like that, you know. You was always something. And, and you know, as kids, you see the difference, but you can't really express how you feel without getting whooped or somebody shunning you away. Like child, that ain't. So as I got older, um. My sister and her boyfriend was sitting on the couch. I never forget this day. They were sitting on the couch and it was having a debate about he couldn't believe that my sister was actually telling him, "Oh, I'm the favorite. My mom, I'm I'm the I'm the favorite at um at the house." And he was like, "Whatever. Parents don't favor their kids. That's not true." She literally took him in the room to my mom to confirm this fact. Hmm. So she took him in the room and she was like, "Mom, tell him who your favorite child is." And I followed like a little bit behind so I could hear this shit. So my mom was like, you know, you my favorite always have been. You don't think that was out of a, a like just out of that moment, like a parent telling their child, listen, that at, you know what I'm it would have felt like that if it hadn't been happening all our life. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Right. So then it kind of was a confirmation for me mm-hmm. in that moment. I, I had to be like 14, 13, something like that. And I remember how I felt. I felt like shit. And I, I remember this was a part of my coming out of myself in terms of being able to just kind of speak up. Because I was, believe it or not, y'all, I was very quiet. Who? Me. Who? I would not talk. Shh. I When I tell you, you can ask anybody in my family, I was the uh, pin drop. Oh, so you're making up for the years now. Probably. You know, everybody <laughs> find their voice and baby when you find it. Yeah. And I was very quiet, observant kid, just sat back in the corner, never said nothing, was very quiet, big eyes, watching everything. But I didn't say much. Mm -hmm. And that day I said, are you serious? Are you serious? And I remember how hurt I was and I was so hurt. And I think I carried that hurt for for a long time. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it took me some time, like, to deal with it. it. I remember having an argument with me and my sister maybe a year and a half ago 
about that same about thing. That. It was because deep rooted. It, it was deeply rooted. It was it was it was dealt with, but it wasn't complete complete. Like we talk about it, touch it, and then we get so so mad till it was like whatever. Done with the shit. Mm-hmm. So we had an argument, we lost our cousin, and we were having breakfast and it came up. And she was like, You had like I can control that I was the favorite. And I said, I didn't say you could control it, but you can control how you behave right. because of how you were treated and how you treat other people. So that was like that house nigga who telling the nigga, it ain't my fault that, that I'm in I'm the, the house, house eating nigga, with That I'm a little light-skinned. Like, it ain't my fault, but I'm going to still treat you like shit. Right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, when you start, when you tell everybody they over-emotional or passionate about something that you didn't go through, you mm-hmm. can't do that shit because you went through that. And we had a, like a whole argument about it. And- I, you know, it was it was a deeply rooted thing, and it I mean it does something to your spirit on some level. It's like we sitting here having this conversation. She does the same thing to her children, to my children. She tried to single out my children, Ooh. and say which one is her favorite, yeah. and she does it with her grandchildren. This one is my favorite, and this ain't no shit of shade to my sister. I love my sister. Yeah, we, yeah. we have overcome so much, but right. I have to be honest in my truth, right. and and. And our life. Mm-hmm. And and this was something that I think people are not conscious about. Like, it really feels like it's so embedded in who we are as a people that people just continue to... It's like generational no, I like curses. How, I like how you say how it's embedded in there because it's so deep down in there that we do it subconsciously now without even realizing, realizing or understanding we what we're doing. And, and then it becomes so embedded, it's, it's now accepted. Like... I don't know if you it's know, ever accepted because no, we didn't accept it. From the person who's issuing. Oh, no, but you got to think of it. The person that is is benefiting from it would never see it as a problem. Right. Right. So if they're benefiting, and whether it be the house nigga back in the days or, or the light-skinned mulatto that's accepted into the the, the corporate uh, 500 uh, uh, companies, companies right yeah. now, like, they know it's a problem, but until... They experience it themselves. Right. They hold on to that shit, but until they experience it themselves, now can we all just get along? Yeah. Now can we all be oh, at one? Or I need, one, y'all, to fight, or I need y'all to right. fight with me? Or I need y'all to understand this is this is racial injustice? And, but yep. now you want to say that when I was saying this shit, 15, 20 years plus. And here's the crazy thing: although I experienced it, experienced it growing up, you know, being dark skinned, I didn't realize how much it had an effect on my life until I sat down with my uncle at my grandmother's funeral. So my father's mother passed when I was twenty one. I was fighting the case, three life sentences. I had a house arrest break, bracelet on. I had just got bond after sitting in jail for months, right? This is pre, uh, uh, post-college football or during college football, right? So my uncle sits me down, and and I'm like, what's, what's wrong, man? What's going on? Like, we, we getting ready for the viewing? And he's like, sit down. He said, your father's coming here. And so immediately, I'm, I'm everywhere because I've, I've never met this guy. I've seen mm. pictures of him. I know he was in the NFL. I know all of these things. I know he went to Northwestern. I know all of these things. And then he sat down and told me the story that my grandma, his mother, who we was there for her funeral, was the reason or the a, a main reason why my father wasn't there. Because in high school, in college, what my, my father was talking to two women. One was a cheerleader, one was a track star. One was light-skinned, one was dark-skinned. And my grandma, when my mom became pregnant with me, told him, don't trust her. Mm. That ain't yours. She probably out there doing God knows what. You need to just go ahead on to be with. The light-skinned. Mm-hmm. Which he ended up doing. And he ended up denying me wasn't... for a year or two. But in the midst of him denying me, she come in the picture. 
And now I'm over her house as a as an infant, as a toddler, as a as, as growing up, and and she embraced me, but she pushed her son away. So mm-hmm. it was like, yo, like, damn, all this was going on. I was at Grandma House in the Scott Projects every day, mm-hmm. coming from Liz C. Evans. I was over there every single day, and I never knew it. She would always yeah. be like, oh, your daddy always ask about you, and so. These underlying things, like I said, they happen subconsciously to us, man, and they affect us in so many ways. Yeah. Like, even growing up as a dark-skinned brother, like, the females weren't looking at us first. Let's be honest. Like... I was that, never that, into the light skin, so I can't say Because you dark skin, because you was experiencing well, the same you know, thing that I was Well, you know, some people like a pretty boy, El- El- Jabbar type dude. I wasn't never into them. <laughs> they was too pretty. <laughs> I couldn't do the pretty boy shit. No, it, right. You can't take it. longer to get ready so than So why me. is it that we... Why, why is it this such a big issue in our community in our community right <laughs> although there are black chinese there are black um cubans there are black asians there and it's kind of going on everywhere it's going on now like i even see where women strategically have children from certain mm-hmm. men so their children are not or dark. men men have or uh, men oh, have go with the yeah, lightest, the lightest skin, skin women, women. Right. like i literally was right. watching um because i watch uh, uh some reality tv so i was hold watching on. hold on i thought what? because when you said that <laughs> No, I remember the first day I brought my wife home, and and my my mother and sister was at the door, and it was like, who is this white girl at our door? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean white? Like this this is Haitian? She's like, uh uh-uh, uh, this girl white. I don't believe it. I got to see her parents. And sure enough, white, lights, uh, uh, bright eyes, and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. But that was just funny. Go ahead though. So I was watching Married at First Sight. What's that? It's a show where. Oh my goodness. I know, but oh. I just I just watched it. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I like to watch the show because um. You know, I don't know what it is about about it that I really like to watch. You know, I think love is a beautiful thing. That's one reason why I watch it. But I always like to see how creative people are getting over time and if black people doing this shit. Go and ahead. it is. Mm-hmm. So it was a, um, a couple where they were, well, first when they go through the process of finding mates, they were, I think this city was Atlanta. And they were down to the matching process. I think they had like the net, the last 20. Like they narrowed it down to 20. Out of the 20 of those people, they had black men who did not want to match with black women. Right. They only wanted white women. And those panel, that panel of psychologists, doctors, or whatever, say, we're not matching you then. Because what we don't do is pin, like, it looks kind of bad when you got, 15 black women looking to be paired and it's 15 black men but out of the 15 black men 10 of them don't even want black women but that, that could also be a fear of of the procreation or the growth of the black community in itself like you gotta think how much they have done to ster- try to sterilize but it was us. disheartening to see That's... that our black men don't even want us anymore because and, and a lot of them were saying yeah well i can't deal with the attitude or yeah well and they and they misconstrue what the attitude is they're not even trying to right. understand what that is it's a video i'm gonna play later not now like in this Later in this episode mm-hmm. that we're gonna get on, that's touching that very thing right mm-hmm. there because that is a that's that's a talk that's a learnt behavior. Like, yeah. what about the doll it's, baby it's experiment? Bad. Like yeah, the doll, that baby, doll experiment, baby experiment like, broke my heart. Right, you you got a doll baby, you got a black baby and a white baby in there, and then you bring these kids in there and tell them to choose which one that they want, and majority of them choose the light baby, and then you ask them, it's because they and tell they were you, young children, they, they were, were like young. five, under yes. five, right? Kindergarten, yeah. first grade, Pre-K, no more, yeah. no, no, no more older than, than first that, grade. and then to hear a young girl say, "Oh, because black is ugly." It's like, where does that come from? Does that come from an argument that a mom came home from work saying so-and-so treated me differently because I know it's because I'm... 
oh, excuse me, because I'm black, or this happened with so-and-so-and-so because I'm dark. I know that's why. Like, where did that child get that from? Are they seeing it on TV? Um, what do you see on TV? What, or, or even at that time, what only thing you really you was seeing on TV You know what, to be honest is, with what? me, I, I ain't see all that growing up. Like, I, I was like, for real shit, I was a Sesame Street kid. And... And in Sesame Street and Reading Rainbow and all of that, we mm-hmm. ain't have all that. Mm-hmm. You know, you had Mr. Rogers, but I ain't never seen no black people on Mr. Rogers. But despite but then, the story you that know? you said with your mom earlier, you got to give her kudos on this part because she was protecting you in the same time. You get what I'm saying? With How? That? By, in what situation? As far the as favoritism like, situation? No, 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 not the favorite. Like, she, that may have been a, a effed up part on that aspect, mm-hmm. right? But as far as what you was exposed to visually, right? Because... Mm-hmm. Beside, outside of the Sesame Street, the reading rainbows and things that we grew up on, like and I used you, to if, sneak and watch Benny Hill every once in a while. Was, what's that? Okay, that's too old yeah, for me. Too yeah, old you, for you went back too far. Yeah, that's I when went the back TV, too far. But Benny Hill, That's when the TV yeah. was cutting off at, 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 at and midnight. Go, <laughs> Fuck you. Wake you up in the middle of the night. Like, what the, is this is that noise? <laughs> that's that grandma's house. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but I think, um, like just just seeing that, like I think that was a big part of why we wanted to start the production company. Not the only reason but we wanted our younger children to be able to see themselves in these in star us. positions right so whether it be uh the main lady or the leading guy like no they, you you can mm-hmm. be that but our generation didn't see much we of that. didn't it was spotted you it had the city portiers you had like, the like Denzels, imitation of had, life right but it, was, about it was about colorism right you have like right um the dorothy dandridge's and the mm. and the josephine bakers they right. were not dark you know right. what I'm saying? And I love Lucy. Uh, I love Lucy didn't have no black people in it. It was At like, why all. Why, why all this black and white stuff in it and it ain't no black right. people? You yeah. know? So it was, it, you know, so growing up, there's a song called um, Black Woman. Um, uh, it's called I'm a Black Woman. By who? Danielle, Danielle Epps, I think. I forget her name. The girl from Orange is the New Black. I never her name saw is it. Danielle. My wife was into it. I've um, never seen it. Well, her name is Danielle. I, I get the last name for you. But she she has a song where it's called I'm a Black Woman. And she says, in the beginning, she says, you look at me like I'm unfamiliar, acting brand new like you never knew that you like I'm thick. And then she goes into talking about how you want my complexion, but you don't want what comes with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's like you want my thighs, you want my, Your lips, my, you want my, them my, my, you, you know, want you want curves. my eyes, but not this melanin. Yeah. You want my hair, but you don't care for this complexion. So it's like she's really giving it to people, like in a way. And she say, "What you would do, you'll find a familiar package with no pigment." I ain't ignorant. It's just reality. Mm. And it's like you you'll find a light skinned chick, but you're gonna give her a a, a a a curly coily look. But she, you know, she now be, imita- is what I said before. You can yeah, never you can never the imitate original. a dark woman, right. but you will say I got a black woman. But she's clearly biracial or light skin. Right. But just want to say she's black. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you can't put nobody so dark on the film because you know she's not appealing to the masses. Right. We got to get somebody who kind of thread that line of black and white. Right. So she's not. You know, and, and that's like, where it goes. It, it doesn't go into because you got a lot of, uh, especially in our field and entertainment with acting and, and music and things like that. You have plenty of of gifted, talented women or men, you know, of the dark, you know, dark persuasion, but they get chosen over because of the skin color type thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a big deal when it comes to our society, but you got to go to history to be able to understand where it's at now. Like, to be able to know where we came from, to know that there would be no now if there was no us back then. Like, even when you talk about Africa, I think I brought this up before the show, how it's the land of Kemet, right? Mm -hmm. Kemet means the land of dark 
people. So there's something good about these dark people if that had to be the first civilization and the people of the Nile and the Nile River over there for you all who don't know to be able to uh, give you a, a geographic location. Um, the Nile River, of course, is by Egypt. So you're talking about the comedic people or mm -hmm. comedic teachings that we still follow that this day. These come from dark-skinned people. These are the people, the first civilization, the first organized uh, government in our history. So everything has been copied off of them. So how can we copy something and then turn around and say that it's, it's bad, it's ugly, it's mm -hmm. this, it's that? Like, even you look at the black cat. What do we say about the black cat for the longest? Bad luck. Bad luck. Mm -hmm. Why is black bad luck? Why yeah. is black, that's black they, bad, that's period? Yeah. Like, I think that's that's a crazy thing. But going on so, and, and to this. Go ahead. Oh, go, 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 no, go, No, no, no. Go ahead. Finish. No, go, 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 no go. finish with the history. I'm no, done. because, you know, you st because you were talking about Africa, Um, I watched this documentary, um called skin and um oh. it's it's starring beverly naya and i forget the director's name but it's on netflix and you can view it on netflix and it's called skin and when i tell you it's it's talking mostly about the african culture um nollywood the nigerian hollywood of um nigeria and it's based in africa you know but it's is that's that's considered the genre that it fits in but what it talks about is the dark skin how bleaching of the skin is oh, so popular get into that. yeah you know yeah yes. i had a question around the bleaching Ooh. um they bleach their skin because certain men don't want the dark women mm -hmm. women in in nigeria oh i saw that this That's is like right. africa hello yeah, like they kick the ladies had children with the ladies and then tell the ladies go back home yeah. to, they, to their parents and stuff yeah, so, yeah. you know it, or, or and then i had like it was so many different stories because she interviewed different women she's a she's actually a model she's a model and an actress of hollywood of nollywood and um, she did this docu documentary. Ooh, I almost did it. I didn't do it. it. I didn't you do it. I did, I did not freaking do it. Let me finish my Wrong point. bow sound. Shut your ass. <laughs> so, um, so she did this whole thing. And the one thing that I could say, I, I, you know, I pulled from the whole project. But the one thing I could say I pulled from it is every time she asked a dark woman a question about her skin and how she felt about it, they could be in the happiest moment in that interview. They can be talking about everything great in their life. And then they can say, how do you feel being dark? Immediately their faces change and shift to an unhappy place. And you can see them come back to a, well, you know, to try to lighten it. Right. It's One taught behavior. Go it's ahead. Taught, and it's so hurtful. People don't get it. One woman actually couldn't pull herself out of that moment. She asked her, you know, because she used to bleach. And I think she makes... The, the bleaching creams and stuff like that because they got to make a living and she said she used to bleach but she can't afford to it's very expensive in nigeria like you could be a millionaire and we could be millionaires in, in nigeria but over there shit, 12 dollars is like hard to come by or whatever right. so they asked her this one question about her skin and you know her bleaching and she said i can't afford to do it no more and she said but um i wish i could just be me you know what I'm saying? Like, I wish it was just okay to be in this color. Now, and right there, can we please stay there right for a quick second? You said, can I just be me? And it's it's so hard for them to feel for, that way. For dark-skinned people, period, because yeah. we get labeled as angry or overly aggressive. Yes, it's aggressive like the darker you are, the angrier you are. Right. Like, where does that come from? Right. So what's wrong with being unapologetically us and our dark skin mm -hmm. and our attitude and our and our very nature right. like, just accept that shit 
and make it but beautiful and make it wonderful. Most won't though. Yeah, it, just like anything else, you capitalize. You got a fat ass, you capitalize. You got a a business uh, smart savvy uh, uh, idea, capitalize. Anything you have, capitalize. Capitalize on your dark skin. Make it something that's a beautiful. Change the face of the world by making it a beautiful thing, even if you have to be the one to start that shit. Right, and that's what, what it I'm takes. Saying? It takes for them individuals to say, "I really Take don't the, care." The the Viola Davises, the yeah. uh, uh, India, uh, shit, Ari, the, the me, um, like the you, the Tadra Brunson, like it's it's you have to really own that and be like, Yo, yeah, if like you ain't nothing me how wrong I with am, me. Right. The ones I look up to, I thank God for them for more than one reason. I love Viola Davis. Mm-hmm. She is my inspiration. Yeah, like. Um, she doing the damn. She thing. doing the damn thing, with and a, with her natural with looks. her natural <laughs> self, yeah. and and what I love about her is I needed to see somebody like her for more than one reason. One because of age, you age out in certain parts but of y'all this age industry. Different though, but we, man. Uh, yes, we do, Look at and that's Bassett. a great thing. Look at Angela Bassett. I'm telling you, age. it's a great thing, and it scares people. That's why Listen. we can. That and that's one thing about the industry. White people don't understand black age, so we can be 32 for like 10 years Forever. after. You Forever. know, Black twenty don't years crack. after. Black don't crack. And, but but the thing that I love about um, Viola Davis is not only her rawness and her realness, um, and her darkness. It's like to see that it, it it, you know, like when I saw her get her first award, she cried a little bit, and it, I cried with her because, you know, you look on, you see people on stage, and you see them crying, right? Mm-hmm. But you, as a dark woman, seeing her crying, you could see every adversity. In that, in those tears, you yep. can see every disappointment, every turn down, every let down, every closed door. You see it in those tears. And, and when she got that saying, award, yeah. it was like, in spite of all the shit, all the, the the strongholds, in spite of all that, I still made it. And that's why when you, you, you the eyes don't lie. She owned it. She owned it. She owned it. And I love that, you know, I can look at her and be hopeful and love something so so right. naturally. Just love somebody about being so natural about themselves. That day she exposed herself on that show, um, got uh, away got with away murder. With murder. She, yeah. yeah, man, she took every lash off, she took the mm-hmm. makeup off, she took her wig off, and she just showed her real self. The rating shot up. But think about in our time growing up, we didn't have that. We didn't. Like you, you're seeing that now in the latter, not the, not even the latter, the middle part of your, of your life. Like you didn't yeah. see that at the beginning. That could have affected you in a, in a whole totally mm-hmm. different way. But now seeing it, yeah, it encourages you. Yeah, it inspires you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does all these things mm-hmm. in, in a positive way. But it's like, yo, you still have to. <sighs> but I, st- I have a question though. Okay. Like in the industry, you see, you look down at the darker women, the the, the darker they are, the angrier they are, even well, black men. Well, okay, in the but, industry, I don't think it's looked down. Well, I, I do think it's looked down, but I okay. think it's it's the way that it's used. You'll have you'll have these dark women or dark skinned women or black women in itself in these compromised positions, and you're mm-hmm. quick to throw them in those positions and put them instead of putting them in wholesome, respectable, yes, right? Like, you don't show them in respectable yeah. positions. You show them in subordinate, hood, you subordinate, hood, you right? You're a hoe. Yeah. You know you, stuff yeah. like that. Holly Berry getting her first award after playing Monsters Ball. Right, right, and 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 Training Day for Denzel, Denzel Washington. Right. Like what the fuck? And Lupita in Thirteen Years a Slave. Slave, right? And and beautiful black beautiful, woman too. Beautiful, beautiful. That black shine gloss. Yeah, she is beautiful eyes, and she actually has a book. I um my my a daughter. Children's book. Yes, it's called yeah. Sulwi. Yeah, and it explains what the night means and how the daylight and hey, the hey. night. <clears throat> I'm telling hey. you, she wrote that book. It was a beautiful book, and Sulwi. And um, 
the African language means night. Um, so, so anywho, um, I wanted to say something about the dark skinned women. So we see how, um, we talk about how women in the industry, it seems like women in dark skinned women in the industry have a harder time getting in, but I kind of feel like the dark men get a chance faster than being darker in the industry. Is it a harder time getting in? Is it a harder time getting in the industry or is it what you're willing to accept once you get in the industry? Because Well what or what's see, appealing what, because wait, we talk see, about that. Because what you see, like, even one of my favorite shows now, um, John Singleton's last produced show, Snowfall. I it's haven't a, seen that yet. It's a lead dark skinned brother from um Moonlight? Britain. No, oh, he's from oh, Cross Seas. He's from Cross Seas. Yeah, he's from Cross Seas. Um him and the guy from um All American, matter of fact, they're both from Cross Seas, Dark Skin Brothers. But it's the positions that you're willing to take in those jobs, right? So if you're willing to play a prostitute, ex-dope addict, or mm-hmm. uh, a single mama with issues, or a lesbian, and, and all, if you're willing to accept it, mm-hmm. they'll get you in there. But well, what, well what not only seeing, that, sometimes seeing us in those roles in a it looks different when it's a black. No, I was going somewhere director. though. Okay, I was going go somewhere ahead. with it because you said why? Why is it so hard? What you have is most black women, they, they have integrity. And, and right. some of them don't want to play the stereotypical roles. They don't want to go in there and play the the, the usual thing. They kind of want to want to want to be innovative. They want to be challenged. They want to be put in the same platform as as our lighter lighter skinned people. So in that aspect, the fellas are willing to take the dope dealing pimps, um, and not all of them because you see Robert Townsend and Denzel them. They talked I mean, about I'll be that. A pimp. They talk, but I mean, but it's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You I pimp, would though. You pimping them hoes. I pimped the house. Whatever. Oh, uh, my favorite movie. Yeah, man. Um, Harlem Hall Hall Nights. Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Make me shoot that black crusty <laughs> goddamn toy. <tour. laughs> if you I ain't mean, see Harlem Nights, y'all can check it out. I play a, I play a madam. I'm just saying. But, but I ahead. mean, but if if you know you have the skill, mm-hmm. right? And in the lead role, they gave it to some white girl just because she's white and it's what they want to throw out to the masses. But you know that you're just as talented as her. Mm-hmm. But they're not giving you the opportunity to compete for it, right? You willing to mm-hmm. compete I, for just it? Just let me. You compete. Willing, yeah, just let me give just me let the me fight try. for the position. If I lose it, I lose it with grace. No problem. Exactly. I celebrate give you me and the everything you want. Right. Choice. But the option is never given. The right. choice is never given. It's because, turned down beforehand. Right. Like, That's before what was so powerful about Black Panther and the image that it gave off because you saw these women not in abusive positions or getting abused positions mm-hmm. but they were actually queens and not the queen they was the they was the actual backbone of the country they was well, the of protectors course, but i'm of just saying king. like his mom was like this oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you know oh, yeah, his Angela. and his sister was big on i could tell that's uh, your that's technology your thing. yeah Angela, you love her that's your book right you know uh that's your book she married though i ain't trying to husband i don't need to call he the president of sag too and we in that oh yeah we know we don't want that so that's the type of stuff we're talking about like yeah we love you and all respect, and we honor you, Queen. And you too, King. Trust me, we got you. We see you. We got y'all. And and that's actually two dark skinned people. I still see you as the preacher's uh, preacher, the preacher from the preacher's wife. Huh? Yeah, Lovecraft Country too. He is. I I have to subscribe to that. I ain't seen that yet. On Hulu, I got to lock on it, so I guess I got to pay for that. HBO. Well, see, I don't watch. I don't have cable. They have Hulu. Uh, They have it on Hulu. So if you got Hulu, you can watch it. But I think if you got HBO. And Hulu. I don't have it, HBO, but I got the Hulu. See, but I can't watch it. I got the I can't Hulu. Watch it. Hulu, Hulu, Hulu. Hulu, Hulu. Anyway. Hey, that was another thing right there. That Taylor Swift and that whole Beyonce thing right there. That was a, that was a situation from too. The other side. All right, we got a question over here okay. from Erica. What's question. going on? What's popping? What's cracking like? There's no question. We just going too far. Oh, she got a statement. No. Oh. She, she, what I was saying was 
That's from the get the guy from Get Out. Can you let her say oh, the sorry. question? Sorry. Sorry. No <laughs> <laughs> <For the> statement. <laughs> but the last episode pretty much dealt with um the 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 wife feeling like she had to shrink herself down because of her skin, because of her role as being a wife. And then there's the sister who had an uh, an issue because she was more qualified than the lady who got hired to work at the, the store. So she went to school. She got all these things done. But it was 1950. She was black and dark and full-figured woman. Mm. So they were like, no, you can't so have it. But then when she went back in there, they had a black young woman in there. But she was young and she was thin. And mm-hmm. she was a little lighter than her. So she was more acceptable. She was more acceptable. Exactly. She was acceptable. See, and that's a, and that's that's why I own my thickness. Forget that, because now you that's the issue. Everything about you. I do. I really do. And and I really parachute really draws. do. Shut your ass up. I really do <laughs> own everything, even my parachute, parachute draws, draws without a crack, y'all. Without a crack. I'm telling all. you, I got a a uni butt right now. I'm not going into that or <laughs> commenting on that. But anyway, that's what I wanted to say. Like I. I even in Queen Sugar, it's the same situation. You got the one who's yeah. like a oh, yeah. lawyer. Uh, yeah. she, she's a she gay, she's, right? No, 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 not the not, not no, no Nova, right Nova. Nova. My fault. I'm sorry. I'm talking. I was thinking see, about another show. Yeah, Nova is actually she is by. Yeah, in real life. No, I ain't talking about real. I'm talking about on the show. On the show. On yes, the show. Because she, she with the white man, the police officer. Right. And then she had female interest, and then right. she had a black dude as right. an interest. Too. But why is she in that compromised position? Then and you got she's light so bright over pro-black. there. You, you got know? light bright over and here who got the. It's the, the controversy of it all. Sheesh. You get what I'm saying? And and that's what I'm talking about. Like, but when you look at the dynamics, you can see the relationship has tension because of that. Mm. It's part of the reason. Oh yeah, as far as the sisterhood. Yes. Right. One is treated better. The, and one the, has a white mom. Charlie. Charlie was yeah. Mom. She was left responsible you know, she for overthink everything. Now she's right. in this position where she's the the coach of a, a, a I guess the athletic uh, team or her husband or you know she's the, a manager. I missed the last she's like the manager of something of. I, no, I missed yeah. the last season, so well, I got to go back and catch up. She she has come out of that now. Yes. That role now. Like she has the the land and she has the the mill yeah, and all of that. You talking about Charlie, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. she's she's taking the initiative to and move Nova is out with of that. the guy now. They're actually together. No. In a, in a yeah, they're in a committed relationship. Yeah. yeah with See, the cop, I haven't. The I don't think cop. I saw the last season. I think the, the the last season I saw with them was when they were in a bar and together. She's beautiful. And she got Ooh. spit in the she got spat on she's in beautiful. the in the in the bar. All right. So. Enough with all that Queen Sugar, all right? It's a good show. Y'all go check it out and go see what we was talking about for yourself. But, Toddy, I want you to check out this video real quick. Black or white females? White girls. Black girls, why you say that? I said white girls. Oh, you said white girls, why you say that? You know they let you do it. Yeah, you know, they let you do it. you want, for sure, for sure. So you with a black girl right now or you with a white girl? I'm with a black girl. With a black girl, all right, all right. Black or white females? That's tough, that's tough. White female, I'm sorry, bro. Why you say white? I just like them, bro. That's just why I like black girls. They like to give a nigga attitudes and shit. What the fuck? (laughs) Is that shit? Woo. Hey, at least you... Like, are you serious? I I expected you to be a little bit more on 10, so I'm kind of good you're at 8 right here. What the... See... That's that type of ish that'll make it throw a nigga against the wall right there. that's the kind of shit that'll make a nigga get punched dead in their fucking mouth. So what you thought about it? I think it's sickening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's sickening. And and me raising a house full of women makes it even more sickening because this is the shit they got to deal with their own men, their own race. Young. These young. are young men. Young. Yep. Okay, so <laughs> y'all y'all going to hear it. Okay, so 
these young men are pretty much, it. or well, y'all heard it. Y'all heard what it said. So these young men are high schoolers, high, probably high school, mm-hmm. maybe college, Teenage. maybe first year of college, maybe mm-hmm. one or two of them look like right. they were. And their idea of a good relationship, I guess, is being with a woman who will let them do anything. Yeah, basically control. They they get to have their way, and I think that's where it was misconceptualized uh, because they, they're putting terms on. Yeah, they're the giving them woman. a title. Goddess, they're giving them titles. Uh, queens, like you saying all this little stuff, but it's like that's not what you're honoring them with, because exactly. you're honoring them on being bed slaves, basically. Pretty much. Oh, she got that good head. Them white girls got that super head. Uh, sir. Uh, vixen. Uh, superhead. Uh. Uh, Pretty much, you got black women oh, who can shit. suck a real good dick. Okay, but the thing with that is that a black woman is not. Uh, what I'll say with this, growing up, um, at an all black school, one thing you did know is that the black girl wasn't going to do certain things. She just yeah, wasn't she just going wasn't. to do it. She would tell you no and tell you to kiss her ass and, and, and go on about your business. You go to the other community, mm-hmm. you're gonna get everything and some mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for a happy meal. Yeah, even in okay, well, yeah. Because I was going to say, even in the Latin community, yeah, they yeah, are yeah, very yeah. open to doing that. Listen, I know, I, I know a Latin girl Even they in have college. a sweet 15, so they come into motherhood much earlier than most. And they know more about, like, you got to think, they're getting married around 17 or so, like, in, in, yeah, in, so the, in, in, in the Latin yeah. communities and stuff like that. Even when they come over here, like, I've had girls at when I was in college who would tell me, hey, quick, I, I'll give you, I'll yeah, give you some quick. head. Like, mm-hmm. what? Like, I come from all black actually, school where you I've get punched in your face with a black girl if you ask her to do that. Listen, or even go in that area. I've actually noticed that they're quicker to do oral sex than real sex. I just said that, Negro. No, no, no. Mean, but let me expound, Negro. What I'm saying is, it's like back in the day, you used to, that was a bonus. You get what I'm saying? That was like. That was actually my, my go to. Like, I deny some, some, some cat quick for some head. So I know I wasn't getting that from no sisters. So you just go over there and you get get the little head monster and let her go on about her business. But I wouldn't call them no queens. I wasn't saying that that's what I desired because at the same time, I had a dark-skinned mother at home who let me know real quick what was accepted in our household. Let me ask you a question, though. Uh-oh. Okay, because I have a hard time with that because I knew somebody else who said that. It's, it's, said, it's a true fact. I'm, I'm, I'm no, giving you insight. No, no, no. But no, no, no. Uh, but it's not just you. That's why I'm asking. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could, ex- maybe since I have you as a male. Go ahead. Uh, stop pointing that shit at me. <laughs> <laughs> and you as a male <laughs> could probably tell me what it is in the thought process. Mm-hmm. Okay, so like me. I don't like pretty boys. I don't like them. Like them rough around the I edges. I like them rough around the edges. But I like them a certain color or whatever i am somewhat pretty boys i'm not into right he could be a dark pretty skin boy pretty so boy so the question to me is with your rude ass um <laughs> if y'all not interested <laughs> in dating any like if you look at black women as queens and that's what you want and whatever mm-hmm. how is it so easy to to have sex with so many different other cultures if that's not your shit like, how do you find it still attractive? Is it the act itself that you actually like? Or is it, and it doesn't matter what it looks like to you? Or is it something that you truly desire? This was just like your fucking around, farting around days. Like, you, you just like. You're talking about two different points of life. You're talking about a man in my manhood. And mm-hmm. you're talking about in my teenage years. So, in my teenage years, even though I respected the black women, I respected them enough to not ask them for it because I didn't want to get cussed out and all that. So I went where I knew I was going to get it from, right? So Okay. But that that wasn't saying I wanted to be with that other 
community or culture or whatever it is. It's just but saying. But you could be with them sexually, and that was like. Not was even that considered sex. Like I just wanted a, some head. Okay, well, you could be with them headly. Shit, what the fuck would I call that? Look, just a, give me. Oral sex is sex. It's, it's head sex. and go. Head, head and, and shoulders. Head and shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> head, shoulders, knees and toes. Knees and toes. Head, shoulders, get on them toes. Get on them toes. Wow, wow, wow. What's, anyway. what's the uh, Kaya song? <laughs> my neck. My, my back. back. My, oh, my. No, what? No, no. No, no, no. I got into it. We, I know. We weren't no, <laughs> we no licky licky in teenage days. No, no, no. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's, uh, some Negroes some nasty, Negroes. though. <laughs> some Negroes at the West was some <laughs> lined of, up. <laughs> some, of, some, even, even, some even licked a couple. Ain't no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> some even licked a little booty hole or two, and it was just hey. like, oops, my bad. My bad. Like, what the heck? But listen, so, and, and I was saying all that and to say it, in my perspective and how I look at it, I, I, I think it's more of disrespect than the other cultures to me. And I was honoring but my. But what's that? Like, like I was, I just want to know, like, I went in your them. head, like, was it like, there was no courting. disrespect me a whole real quick. So there was no courting. There was no dating. There was no go out on the date. I know, there but was that's a, what I'm saying. You hey, said it was kind of disrespecting the other I'm gonna bring you on the side of my mama's house. I got open space Give over there. Give me that sloppy topic. Give me that fellatio, and I'll drop you back right. home. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But it, you said it was kind of a, a feeling of disrespecting the other culture by, by doing that to them. It wasn't like I a slap was in the face, like to. I know that was yeah, it, it, bitch, is yeah, it disrespectful like, if they're willing to do it and you know that they're willing to do it. You're like, hey, I'm just go. Uh, I'm gonna take advantage of what's available. So I'm gonna go mm-hmm. ahead. So and So you I'm were gonna, weighing your options. And at the hell time. no, I was just taking advantage of the option that was given to me. And Which then, was the head I, option. The head. I ain't, I ain't even want to smash. Just get the head and going on about my business and, and you know. I, Bust I, a few caps I, off. I, and I was talking to African and um and Norla too. I was talking to Africa. She's legit from Africa. Um. So uh. It wasn't no disrespect going on there because her, her brothers and none of them weren't playing that. Her mom, none of them was playing that ish. But, um, yeah. <laughs> He's so disrespectful, motherfucker. He's so disrespectful. Oh, sorry. They're going to chain your ass up and let the lions come get you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am so sorry for this. Sorry for this. I wanted to make a joke with my co-partner. Ah, but it did not work. <laughs> <laughs> We ignore Sorry. every clue. <laughs> like, pull that shit back. <laughs> we like, no, nigga, we in the moment. We got the hair. We got but, the hair. But listen, like, like, I think my generation of fellas, okay. man, you don't get that goddamn <laughs> point out my face. <laughs> like a lot of a lot of a lot of the brothers that I, I grew up with, they're with sisters. They love sisters. They're with sisters, and and, and you know. It's not look saying, at us. Look how much fun we have it. Ain't about the fun. Too dark people. I mean, but yeah, it is the fun. Yeah, and listen. Y'all y'all a roller coaster no, ride but all you in know itself, what? though. I'm gonna be honest with you. I could not always pick fun with it's my a friends. Good thing. Everybody like roller coasters. Islands of Adventure, U Fair, Universal <laughs> Studios, yeah. Tower Drop, whatever. Huh? I always pick fun in my friends because I Black be like, women is, is an experience, okay? It is. You motherfuckers, it, it, it is not as... We are it, an experience. You are not just going to skate around on tippy-toe with black women. Like, if they have an issue, that issue is going to be bought up. If you if you weaken some area, that shit is going to be bought up. So, it's a roller coaster ride. You got to hold on to that. That's the way it should be. Instead of clearing out an account. Why I had to clear that up? I said that clearly. I just said I said that black women is like a roller coaster ride. Mm. It's a oh, it's a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Niggas go to the U for what? The roller coasters. Y'all do be riding roller coasters. I ride dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to. <laughs> yeah, That's what I was going yeah, to. Just gave you the alley hoop, nigga. I ain't want to say it out loud, Woo! but you should say it. I said it for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that, that that's what I'm talking about right there. Well, <laughs> so, I but, but with that video though, but serious, going back to that video. So when you look at that video, I think that's. That, I've been trying to say this shit for the longest. I know go it's ahead. cool. It's gonna come out. Um, the, I think it's a it's a portion of self hate in there, right? Because the way these brothers are talking, there's no honoring the sisters. There's no admiring the sisters. There's no respecting the sisters. It, it was blatant disrespect going on in the way that they was describing women, whether it be through the attitude, whether it be through the mannerisms that they was describing colored women um, having. And, and they were uh, uplifting <clears throat> mm-hmm. the white women. So in, in that way, that was that was, that was was definitely self-hate. And, and, and it bothered me a lot, you know what I'm saying? When, yeah. when, even when I posted that video, too. you know what I'm saying? I was getting a whole bunch of comments and stuff like that, but it was just like, I'm trying to answer this without getting... Angry. Too crazy, mm-hmm. right? Because th- this is my thing. Because I love my black women, I love my black people, but I'm not. Um, me being pro black doesn't mean I hate everybody else, right? right? My sons, godparents my are white, mm-hmm. so that's not. I, I, so I'm very conscious on how I deliver uh, my feelings and statements mm-hmm. and things like that. But that in that video that disturbed me on a whole another lot. level. Yeah, yeah, definitely did. So we got to deal with that self hate. That self hate only dealt with at home. Is dealt with with the, the images that we accept in music videos mm-hmm. and, and things like that. So you a whole out of black girl real quick, mm-hmm. real quick. But you oh yeah, like you remember BET back in the day? It was you're uncensored. No, you talking about uncut? I'm talking about BET. Fuck Un- that. I uncut. Oh yeah, that that yeah, shit. You yeah, you talking about credit card? Swipe. Twitch so true. For me, it was like a black girl get on there with booty shorts. And she stank. But she ain't no black girls had. I mean, ain't no ain't no white or Spanish girl had Listen, booties like that back in the a, days. That's what I'm saying. You couldn't credit cards like. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But they would put us on at night, and and. You know, ain't nothing back. It's a limit on it. It's a limit on it. It's gonna, it's gonna prove. That shit right? declined. <laughs> <laughs> because of you. Um, but, love, but I love always, booties matter too. <laughs> love booties matter. Love, love booties. You can't. So you I, can't say that. I can't. Go ahead. I, I gotta hand out some of mine. Go ahead. What about? Now, okay. I used to say, okay, like for me, I used to always poke fun like with my friends. Like I still do that. Like I'm like I don't want no pink dick. Like what? I don't, pink dick. Like nigga, what pink dick is you saying? A white man. White man with the pink dick. Pink dick. Yeah, it's like it's like doggy dick. Like pink. It's Wait, like pink. Whoa. Like you ever seen a doggy dick? Yeah. Okay, and it's pink when it when it erect. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> now all all white men don't have pink dicks. They pe- I thought they you like talking about uncircumcised. No, I thought just you were talking about the ant coming out. The ant eat. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like period, period. They pink, period. pink. I don't like pink dick. I don't like it pink. Okay. So you need some melanin on there. Melanin, melanin, melanin on the dingling. But um. <laughs> So, but that's not the real reason. I I don't want a pink pink dick. I probably have to put a black lifestyle on them. What I'm saying is, I want to be able to come home and vent about something racial that happens to me, and I need my other part to understand. Okay. Like if I go to a white my white counterpart, if he is my man, I want to be able to come home and say, you know, today Brenda, or I mean, no, it wouldn't be Brenda Karen. Um, 
was being right. racially profiled me, and I know right. that. And he's like, "No, nah, babe, I don't think that's what it is. No, babe, that's what it was." I think that's what you 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 saw and witnessed when everything started happening with the George Floyd, the Breonna Taylor, the Aubrey, the, and the things started happening. <clears throat> you you started to see these interracial couples, Serena yeah. Williams and her husband. Yeah, and you started seeing them having to Even have Even Viola these. Davis' husband, I think. No, Viola, Viola got a black what, husband, what, not hey, Viola. Why would you not be Viola. so I know Viola got a black man. My bad. It was uh-huh. um. It's not her. It's and definitely um, not Angela Bassett. No, Angela Bassett. No, um, she got but, the but what I was saying pre- was that during that time <clears throat> made them have to have these hard conversations. Why are you still thinking that with your mm-hmm. amnesia? Shut but they head. had to have these conversations mm-hmm. that that aren't comfortable because you yeah. don't know if they if they're, if your spouse who's from another community is able to relate to what you're going through mm-hmm. or even want to relate because during that time you also saw on social media that a lot of I saw specifically from <laughs> black women. I saw three <clears throat> posts on Instagram where they talked about how one of them talked about how they secretly found out her boyfriend was calling her niggers in in oh in, in group chats with his friends but he was texting right next door right oh this nigga over here overdoing it again she's being extra over here and all this Ooh. extra stuff so it, it's like yo it's it's so much or the, so or the halloween costumes one is playing oh, harry yeah, the blackface no the blackface black, yeah and, yeah the blackface it's like really like hey. one is a slave master and she played a slave. Like, are you serious? That's interesting. So we, we we didn't we didn't even bring that up like that. But let's <clears throat> talk about the blackface because the blackface was something that was very detrimental to the image of black people. Yes. So could you talk about the blackface? They was only used as comedic roles or. But why slow not hire a black or, person in that place? Right. Why you got a blackface yourself right. instead of putting somebody dark skin who is better at it? Because you imitating me. You you uh. taking my culture from me. You have remade so much of what I've done, and now you want to bring yourself in there with a black face instead of hiring who you actually stole the shit from? Here's the crazy thing with that, though. Hmm. You would think uh, associate blackface with 60s, 50s, 70s type Mm -mm. thing. It actually happened in the new millennium. Mm-hmm. What was the movie that Robert Downey um, Jr. was in? And it was all in the Robert army. And he, he did the blackface. Um, is it um Tropical Thunder? No, y- tropical. no. You talking about when he was Trop- he, he was Tropical Thunder? Tropic Thunder. One oh of them. yeah, yeah. You, and he played the blackface. You tell me you the dude that's pretending to be the dude, <laughs> acting like the dude. Right. And yes. so it was one of them type of things. Like y'all can't go hire a black man. You telling me we won't have no funny black man who can put on this accent and do this, but mm-hmm. you hire a white man. Just because yeah, of but the see, name. and the, but then they, what they did, they played in a story like he was something going on, like he had an identity issue. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was the, the cover end. up for it. Yeah, <clears throat> and it was like people found that shit funny. But let us try that shit. We wouldn't try. We don't. We never. But try no, to but I'm saying, but else. let's just say, like I get a lot of flack in the in the. Um, I don't get a lot of flack, and if I do, they don't come to me with shit because I'm that? one of those black people that will say something. Oh, that's. Um, I am a black or uh, actress mm-hmm. that that has been booked roles, thank God, that were blind casting. I was Mrs. Hannigan and Annie. How many black Hannigans have you seen? Mm. Even on the screen, Talk you saw a black Annie. Talk that. You know, but you don't see a black Hannigan. Right. And you're so, talking about in the theater circuit, too. In the theater circuit. Right. I haven't seen that since Nell Carter. And my thing is, this is in the theater circuit where people are like, well, why, why we can't just hire a red? Well, uh, we got a whole slew of white women auditioning for this role, and the black girl gets it. Yeah, bitch. But uh, you had somebody who yeah, looked at the talent, who, who wasn't looking at the exactly. color, but the talent. And it was like, hey, this is the only person that could portray this role the way we needed to be exactly. portrayed. I outsung, but, I outdanced, I out everything. Huh? And, and yeah, even with Ooh, yeah. Ursula. With Ursula. No, not Ursula. Oh, with the, oh yeah, with Ariel, the, oh, the current, the, the current, yes, yeah, the twin. Um, what's, what's from? Um, huh? oh yeah, they not oh, twins. This God, is too much the ones who sing with Beyonce. Oh, this is too much. Which one got it, Chloe? 
Hell. Holly. <clears throat> and boy, there was so much backlash on that. Just because we saw Holly. a little white Ariel growing up with Disney, yeah. they had a problem with this sister oh, yeah, getting this role. But guess what? It. You probably wouldn't have found and many white girls Ursula. who could hit notes like her, though. And Queen Latifah was Ursula. She was? In the, in the, in the Broadway, in the live version. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. But, but it's like uh, people be real mad. Mad, mad. Mad, mad. And it's like, uh, what happened to Talented? And when I did the show, when I did Annie, Annie was black. Mm-hmm. And so I was I. That. Yeah. So it's like, okay, now y'all really need to check your shit because we could book roles that were traditionally white roles, and but we ain't got a black face to do it. But that's always I mean, been white the case. face to do that's it. Always, we've always been able to uh, be always so multitasked task and, and, and talented. Multitasked, and, 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 yeah. No, it's, it's you're able to do multiple things. Like, yeah. There's plenty of black actors and actresses I could see put on a one man show. <laughs> Clean That's why up. I say task and talented. Clean no, it no, it ain't no clean. Okay. It, I meant what I said. So, oh, okay. so, who do you see mostly doing the one man shows? What you mean, one man show? You never heard of the one man show where they playing like twenty different roles? Well, I know like David Chappelle does that. Not really. <clears throat> well, he he does different characters on his show. That's the, that was the uh the show he had, the Chappelle show. I'm talking about what actually doing a theater. I have never seen. Go look it up. Definitely, there are theater circuit shows that you have one actor. Playing like I mean, I've roles. heard of them. I've just right. never seen it in the black. This in is the what black I'm talking world. about. The task, the talented, like they're able to to compact this and do this. Like, I think that is somebody now doing it. It's a white guy. Oh, I mean, it's white or black. Somebody white or black. A black guy. Oh my gosh, I can't think of this dude name, man. He doing a one man show. Yeah, but he talked about how he's doing. He's a um, comedian. Oh shit, Malik Yoba. Oh Malik Yoba, him? Yeah, I met him yeah, years yeah. ago. He's such an asshole. But... I, yeah. Um. I'm at a uh, long time ago. Moving right along. Um, we're going to move right along on that. We ain't going to give Yoba no time here at all. Exactly. So keep going doing your thing, sir. But, uh, <laughs> and geez. lick them lips. Keep licking them lips. Keep licking them powder donuts. <laughs> <laughs> this New York undercover. You, nigga, you can't get no chapstick. Listen, New York undercover was the issue. What, what, what he talking about and doing now? I ain't yeah, on nah, all I ain't that on right that. there. Yeah, yeah he nah, going on he, with all that. But I, yeah, that's I what met, I mean by like, listen, we can do these type ago. of things. We have that range. Like, even and when I, I look at you. that's what's so fucking like, scary. And that's the thing when I look at actors like you. Um, Thank you. Uh, Sharina Cox. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, even KT over here. Like, you can Katana. play. Katana Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, you can play these these multifaceted roles. You can play not just the stereotypical role. You the angry black woman, mm-hmm. or you the hurt black woman, or you the you the hoeing black woman. Like that's that's not all for y'all. Mm-hmm. That's not mm-hmm. the ceiling for you all. You all can do so much more, but you aren't given the opportunity mm-hmm. to. Unlike you, when you went into Annie, mm-hmm. I remember when you told us about that, and we was all excited because we was shocked. Like they actually got a yeah. dark skin Annie. And like, everybody ate that shit up. And and the, but you want to know the funny question that I got you every night, no matter what. What I got every night. Damn. Go ahead. Was is your butt real? You got a big ass booty, Toddy. Stop talking about that. No, I don't. But but your they, shit dis- disproportionately wide. You know what? <laughs> You, you know, you know, I 10 when you go and you see them trucks and that shit say wide low. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck you very, very much. <laughs> I was just playing. You know, I love you. Y'all don't, y'all don't, y'all listen. This is the brother sister relationship that we have with each other that we're able to do this. Talk all right. And we both ass. chocolate over here. What? 
Nothing. Now she mad with I'm, attitude. I'm, I'm like motherfucking ganache, nigga. I'm like motherfucking Ooh. Godiva in this motherfucker. See, see, that's how high I class no- I am. I said ganache, nigga. You know what gan- <laughs> ganache? I'm that, no. I'm that silky smooth on your ass. I'm Godiva. Like, I know Godiva. No, no, I'm Godiva, nigga. I'm Godiva, that rich that chocolate. Ganache, that ganache. No, chocolate. ganache. That's nigga. that, that you know that's what that chocolate is? right that, there. That shit just nah, stick off the top. Nah, that ganache is that silky smooth shit that you just... Ooh, over everything. Yo, everybody fuck with that. <laughs> everybody. All right, yo. We, look, we hope y'all enjoyed that. This definitely going to probably have to be a part two to this. Yes. But listen, we going to go ahead and get into our next segment, Memoirs of a Mama. You're so Right now, this is the portion of the show where we do memoirs of a mama. This is where mothers get to vent about raising their children um, or having issues with raising their children. So they may have some uh, rebounds in that department. So I wanted to talk about um, support groups for moms. I do believe it's very um, important for us to have support groups in our state. Because right now we deal with so much dealing with our children and our children are dealing with so much. And since social media is kind of running the world, we want to be able to get into the heads of our children. So we have support groups that are out there where they will help support moms in a way that they don't understand. You know, parenting back then for me, when I had my 22 year old back then, it was easy. I had my first kid. I knew exactly what to do. I was helping raise my niece before I got pregnant. So I felt like I had a handle on motherhood. But then when I had my second daughter, I thought I could do the same thing. But children are different. They're not made the same. So you have to raise your children differently. And now you don't have one. You have two. Your support system changes. In the beginning, I had a babysitter all the time with my first child. But after you have your second child, people kind of dwindle away. And it's not as an important thing anymore, you know. So I was able to go online to look up different support groups that can help mothers to kind of cope with what they, whatever it is that they're dealing with to kind of get them on track in the parenthood department. So there are 10 groups that were put in as a top 10, and you'll be able to go to those groups and log in, and they have online services, and they have services within your city as well. So you can go to those groups if you just type in, what I typed in was mother support groups and a different, a lot of different groups came up. One is called the meetup.com. The second one is called Mocha moms Inc. And there are multiple online communities within that same bracket. And then you have mothers and more, etc. And then if you want to take a holistic approach to it, they have holistic moms network, which a lot of people don't believe in, you know, medicating their children or beating their children. They have alternatives to how you take care of your children. So, ladies, just know that no matter what you're doing, you have to make sure that you always put yourself first and make sure you find the correct help to get you to the next level. Welcome, 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 fellas, gentlemen. You already know what time it is. We are back here for another edition of Diary of a Dad. 
And this is our little time where we get to come together in our space and we get to talk about what it is to be a black father and what it is to have, you know, just the experience of being a father. So I'm gonna keep it short and simple on the day. I want to read something to you guys with a with a a fella text to his baby mama. I hope y'all ready for this. He said, me asking for a DNA test does not stop the way I feel for you or how I think about you. I just feel every guy should ask this before taking any step in being a father. It's something that sit on every male conscience to know if he's the father or not. It was on my mind since the day you told me I'm going to be a father, but felt like it was wrong to ask you. But my mother gave me the assurance to just make sure and that there was nothing wrong with that. Now, there's a couple of things wrong with this text. One, not every man questions or have that thought in their conscience. You know what you know what type of man has that thought on his conscience? The man who doesn't trust his woman, the man who thinks that his woman is everybody's. That's the type of man that has that, that question on his on his mind. If you are questioning what type of woman you're with, maybe you shouldn't be sticking your dang dang in them. Maybe you should be considering the type of woman that you're having relations with. Me, when my wife became pregnant, there was no doubt that that was mine because I knew the type of woman I was dealing with. There was no question in mind. The other thing that bothered me with this, he said, my mother gave me the assurance. Let me tell you something, fellas. One thing that a real woman doesn't want to hear is that you're getting information from your mom about you and her relationship. If this is you and her relationship, you and her need to deal with this, not bringing your mother or a third party into this conversation. So it sounds like we're dealing with a male here and not a man because a man would take that head forward. A man would know what he was dealing with, would be dealing with ahead of time. And so, yeah, I just wanted to point that out, fellas. Be careful who you're sleeping with. And don't bring your mom in all your business. It's some things that mama just got to sit on the outside on the sideline that she shouldn't be involved in. And this is one of those things. All right. This is our episode of or edition of Diary of a Dad. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all already know. Listen, I got to sit and take a deep breath after that. That was a lot. That was a lot. And it, and it needed to be talked about because I think a lot of us don't get to talk about all the stuff that we've been through in True. this in this color. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We we kind of it's a lot dealing with this blackness, higher. baby. Mm-hmm. But guess what? It's beautiful and it's rich. But yes, it is. We'll get to that in part two. So right now, you already know this part of the show that we get into our CTA. We give y'all a little bit of mind food. And Toddy couldn't say it with me because she over there focusing on her CTA right now. So she just straight <laughs> up ignoring me. So I'm gonna go ahead and then I'm gonna get into my CTA. Is that okay with you, man? That's okay with me. Ooh, not documentary. Whatever. I know you ain't documenting. I know you ain't talking about your hooray of uh, items uh, that you bring up. Hooray for you. Hooray. So you gonna add like these little chillings out here? Celebration in this bitch. So you gonna add like these chillings out here? That's hooray, what we hooray. Okay. No, these children. Okay. We just going to act like children. Okay. Listen, y'all, we don't want to give y'all just a whole bunch of uh, <laughs> conversation as much as we love sitting here debating and talking about certain situations and circumstances that go on in our community. We definitely want to leave you with some type of solution or some type of thought that you can apply to your life. So we're going to go ahead and give y'all a little bit of mindful. It's not that white is right and black is wrong. The reason that lighter skinned individuals are more desirable is because that those are the kind of faces we constantly see in the media, advertisement and music videos. And sadly, some believe it can have a social and economic benefit to having lighter skin. 
So I'll say this, and I'll leave it like this. No matter what mainstream pushes, it's the duty of every parent to teach our children that black is beautiful. Point blank and simple. You ready for your mind food, ma'am? I'm ready. Go ahead, <clears throat> give them some of that ganache. I just got I just want you all just to please just be conscious about what you say to a chocolate woman when you say stuff like, Oh, you pretty for a dog skinned girl mm. or you from here? You must be from another country because you don't look like you black. You know, sometimes you don't think it's offensive, but it's actually a, an offensive term. And don't touch my damn hair. Sorry, I had to get this shit off my chest. But sometimes it's just very offensive when you say stuff like that because it then turns to to the person's eye to say, well, what's wrong with me? Why why can't I be pretty in my color? So I just encourage parents, teach your children oneness because black, like, like D said before, black is something that it can be created, any color can be created from black. They didn't hear me say that, though. Oh, they did. Yeah, that was in the messed up tape right there. You just gave away one of my points for the part two. <laughs> Damn it, still in my goddamn thunder over there. Go on here with your black ass. <laughs> Make me sick. I can't stand this nigga. <laughs> okay, so. No, you don't say it now. Say the shit. Shit. Black can be can be mixed in any color and be beautiful. So we sometimes have children of different colors, y'all. It don't mean one is better than the other because that's how a lot of sibling rivalry starts too, pinning each other, I mean, fighting each other because of the color. I personally went through that myself, so I know what that's like. So I tell you parents to just teach your children oneness in your homes. And for those who are out there in the industry, hire for talent. Don't hire somebody subpar just because they're not what you're looking for. And stop trying to hire a knockoff of something that should really portray a role. Don't do that because we can actually do what you tell us to do because we're just that talented. So look at the talent first and remember, we are just as good as anybody else. Stop judging us by our goddamn skin color. Look okay. at our intellect and our skills, all okay. right? And that's what we got to say on this Mind Food on the day. And we, yeah, I, I may sound a little angry, you so sound, what? Yeah, because you sound hungry, so we're going to feed you. Mm. That ganache. That ganache. <laughs> Listen, we thank y'all for joining us on this episode. Trust me, it's going to be a part two to this complexion. We appreciate y'all for tuning complexion in with reflection. us. Reflection. Complexion reflection. She getting deep part and philosophical two. over here, but we definitely going to be coming back <laughs> with a part two, all right? But we need y'all to do a couple of things for us. We need y'all to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at No Titles Necessary. And on Twitter at No Titles Podcast. And if you have any questions or comments, go to No Titles Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Shit, that shit. Hey, she messed up. Hey. Ooh. Well, I mean, I could have. She messed up still? So, no titles necessary. Podcast. Damn, my bitch. Listen, I was how covering the fuck you. you gonna, now, now, we talked about this covering. shit before. We talked about this shit before where I said I needed the correct one. Listen, and we you thank y'all for work. joining us on this show. We appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all tune in for part two Negro with boy, us. I tell you, boy, Negroes, boy. Peace. Bye. <laughs>
What did I do? Yo, woke up feeling good, feeling better. Thank God for this weather. What you wanna do today, yo, whatever, whatever. I be talking to myself, cause I know I get her. Yo, she dope and I love her. You would too if you met her. You be stupid to let her slip out of your vision. She be on the next flight for you see that she missing. And I know you don't get it. I just need you to listen. Yo, never let a nigga mess with your intuition, man.